with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Coming up on 8.07, uh, as we come up on the Christmas season, you're always looking for, I don't know, something something truly heartwarming in order to celebrate Christmas. Will you please shut the hell up? Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh-huh. So that's one example. Did they have a microphone at my last Christmas <laughs> gathering? <laughs> what? What? I, I, I thought I checked for bugs earlier. Yeah. Eavesdroppers. <laughs> uh, there's a new movie out. Is that legal? <laughs> I don't think so. It's called How to Ruin the Holidays. Actually, you can screen it coming up the, this weekend, and then after that, it'll be on video on demand. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's ruining the holidays for some, but it certainly brightened up the holidays. Redmond screenwriter Kevin Gleese is joining us this morning. Because he... He wrote it. He wrote it, yeah. And now it's going to be on demand and also this weekend at the Garneau Theatre. I can't imagine seeing something that you created up on the big screen. Kevin, what's it going to be like this weekend? Well, you know, I've been lucky enough to get to screenings in Edmonton and Toronto and Atlanta and Los Angeles. So it's going to be a lot like those were only better because it's in my hometown. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this has already been screened at a bunch of places, right? And it does have some names that I think more than a few of us recognize. Uh, Colin Mockery, of course. Mm-hmm. We talked to him just a little while ago because yeah. he's doing a show here in the Edmonton area. But like the king of improv, but clearly an actor as well. Yeah, he's incredible in the movie. He's so funny. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that they saw him in this movie do things he hasn't done before because, of course, he's hilarious like he always is. But in this one, he's got a few dramatic scenes, too, and he nails them. Yeah, because this this is not, you know, the, the typical Hallmark movie genre and formula. There, there is a harder edge to the how to ruin uh, the holidays. Tell us about the plot. Well, I would definitely describe it as somewhat of like the anti-Hallmark because it's full of F-bombs and there's no romantic storyline. <laughs> oh, so let's not take the kidlets. <laughs> yeah, so definitely not for the kids, but it is about a comedian who returns home after being away for a long time pursuing her career, and she realizes that things have kind of fallen into disarray with her family, and it's kind of up to her to try to put things back together a little bit. To try. <laughs> yeah, to try. To, 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 to try. Is this a bit of a family affair? Are you related to somebody who might be in the cast? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, so Amber Nash, uh, I was, uh, lucky to get her in the cast considering that we're married. So she doesn't want to do anything that I say, uh, let alone, right. She took it in spite of you. Yeah. But I was able to convince her, especially considering I wrote the, the part for her. And, um, it actually is a family affair because, you know, um, my some of my family from Edmonton came down to Atlanta while we were shooting. They got themselves in our Airbnb and they just cooked food the whole time and catered the movie. So uh, it really was a family affair on multiple levels. I love that. I love that. Um, is this a, 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 is there a personal story attached to this idea? How did you when you wanted to sit down and, and write this? Where'd you get the idea from? Well, I'll tell you, um, I met this uh, actor who's in this film. Uh, His name is Luke Davis, and um, he's an actor with special needs. And uh, when I met him, I was like, wow, this guy's incredible. And, 
you know, I have a younger brother with a developmental disability, and I was like, by finally meeting Luke, I can now kind of tell the story about my relationship with my brother, which isn't the way it's, you know, you see these things portrayed in, in film and TV. We're always joking around, laughing, trying to make each other laugh. And I thought, okay, let me try to capture that spirit and put it into a Christmas movie. Well, and that that is part of the plot, too. So uh, that this comedian comes home. Uh, the family's a bit of a mess. Dad's a, a bit of a, a doomsday prepper, etc. And then all this stuff comes up. And then she has a brother with disabilities, so she has to decide what to go forward to. Uh, so it's fascinating that there there's an exploration of, uh, of human interactions on a variety of levels. What do you th- what do you hope people get out of this? And because clearly it's it should be an entertaining movie. But do you hope that they they walk away with something? I mean, sure, yeah. Of course, on the on the first level, I hope people laugh because that's really what we're going for. Then on a somewhat deeper level, I hope that you feel a little emotional at the soft spots in the movie. Um, but from a bigger perspective, I guess I hope that um, in some small way I'm helping move the needle as far as, like, representation of people with disabilities in film and maybe open folks' minds up a little bit as to um, what that can look like. Writing a Christmas film, are Christmas films lucrative? Because you can only really watch them one month a year. Except for those some people who watch them all year. Yeah, but but you know what? People love Christmas movies, too. So there's sort of a, a bit of a double-edged sword there. Yeah, well, you know, as an indie film, because we're not associated with any studio. I mean, we did a Kickstarter to get our budget. Uh, The movie was made for $300,000, which might sound like a lot of money, because it is, but compared to most films, it's just a drop in the bucket. And, um, you know, everybody in the film industry has told me, like, man, the fact that you made this a Christmas movie really saved you, because if there's one thing people want to buy in the film market, it's Christmas movies, so especially new ones and ones that aren't just the Hallmark uh, repeats. I saw mm-hmm. I saw a meme the other day. The uh, the Hallmark formula is fifteen actors, uh, three locations, two hundred ninety seven films. It's <laughs> the same thing the over and over exactly. and over again. So being something yeah, and different, the same plot, right? <laughs> and it's the same plot. It's the same promo photos, but whatever. People enjoy them. Let them let them fill their boots. I get a kick out of because uh, I think I've talked to you a few times over the years and just sort of followed uh, sort of your career. I love just how often we talk about Edmontonians who or people who have lived in Edmonton who have gone on to to make make their way in the entertainment world. How else are things going with you? Where do you live these days? How much connection do you have to Edmonton? Well, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been down here since 2010. Um, I come back to the uh, Edmonton every summer for the Fringe Festival, and I come back every other Christmas to see my family because now that I'm married, i got to split my time. Uh, but Edmonton's always got a, a soft place in my heart. What are you working on now? Well, I'm working on a few new scripts, hoping to get another movie up uh, go, up and going this next year. And, um, you know, we talked about our friend Colin Mockery. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing a little bit of touring with him this summer. And we might just have a stop in Edmonton on our Colin Mockery and Friends tour. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it should be fun. Might just sounded like a little foreshadowing there, Kevin. Yeah, like my uh, like my script. It's a little clumsy, a little clear, a little obvious, but you picked it up, so that's the point. Hey, we, hey, we performers bring your stuff to light, man. 
<laughs> yeah, I yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. We'll go with yeah. that. He's like, yeah. yeah. Temperamental talent. <laughs> Not the first time. Yeah. Walking cans of hairspray All right, right here. All That's right. Enough. How can we see this movie, Kevin? You can see it this Saturday at 3.30 at the Garneau. And in December, it'll be available on demand. Uh, follow us on social media if you want to get the latest. How to ruin the holidays. Uh, where, where, what's, what's your social media handle then? Where do we find you? Um, at How to Ruin the Holidays or How to Ruin the Holidays movie, depending on if you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. But, you know, okay. you just search How to Ruin the Holidays. You'll Love find it. it. Do, do a Google search and then make sure your family members don't accidentally come across and go, why is he trying to ruin our holidays? What a jerk. Right. That's it. You don't want to be. You don't want people to think you're the Grinch. So you have to get them to watch the movie with you, and then they'll be like, "Oh, it was so nice." I love it, Kevin. One last tip: How do you ruin the holidays? Yeah, Uh, I would say by uh, by talking politics at uh, Christmas dinner. (laughs) So Uncle Larry is not invited. (laughs) I actually have an Uncle Larry who talks politics all the time. You know, we actually, there's a Larry in the movie. The neighbor is named Larry, and he's really mean and is always yelling at them. Wow. There are many nice Larrys in the world. Very Let's nice not have Larrys. a uh, phoning campaign here, but yes, yeah. that, that, we, the ubiquitous. We love the Larrys. All right, <laughs> Thanks, Kevin, Kevin. Calise, uh, screenwriter. Thanks for me, guys. Apologies to all the Larrys out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came from a Kevin. What do you want? <laughs> Bye. Kevin Gleese is scriptwriter for How to Ruin the Holidays, that movie. Yeah, you can screen it. Watch it at the Garneau Theater uh, this weekend on Saturday at 3 o'clock or coming on video demand. Good on them. Uh, it should be fun. Yeah, what is it with Larry's? There's nothing with Larry's. No? It's not. I actually only know one Larry, and it's my Uncle Larry. And uh, he's, well, he's, if, if there's one person fun. that is the only one you know, then that is what you're going to shape your entire relationship with. So, no. But you always hear Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry said this at the dinner table. Uncle Larry said this. I just, I just think it's just uncle. And why is it always uncles? <laughs> why is sure. it always? I'm an uncle. Oh, geez. I guess it's Uncle Daryl. Uncle Daryl's coming over for dinner. Uh, All right, brace yourself. My name's Larry. This is my brother Daryl, and this is my other brother Daryl. Okay, now I'm starting to see it. Okay, All right. I get it. I get it. We're gonna take a bit of a break here on this morning. We're back after this. With Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. 8-19 this Tuesday morning. Hey, Texter. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Well, once again, here we go. Well, Bruce Willis said it wasn't, but a good thing Morty's not here. <laughs> this is for, for years now, he's he's he lived and died on that sword. Happily. Happily. His favorite Christmas movie. I guess Christmas movies can be yes, any movie you want. The closing credits. Well, the weather. Then why not? Yeah, it can be whatever. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I do love Elf. I do Elf. love Love Actually. Um, love Actually is a Christmas movie? I've never, I don't think I've actually ever seen it. Yes, just like if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, ah. <laughs> then this is too. Uh, Sound of Music, people say that that's a Christmas music. music. That a Christmas? That's a Christmas movie. I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, Home Alone's movie. always fun with the with the fam. Uh, Sarah, what's your what's your favorite? Elf, She's and an elf. I would also say The Grinch. 
Which Grinch, though? Yeah, there's See, so I many. like original Grinch, but I really love Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's always fun, too. He does an amazing job. It's hilarious. I like that we get the Grinch backstory. <laughs> I saw somewhere that there's going to be a sequel, and I don't know if that's Ooh. true or just a rumor. And is that and good or is that bad? I don't know. And they're going to get Jim Carrey to do a sequel to The Grinch? I don't think Jim I saw that on TikTok, and I've seen it in a few other places since. So, like, again, I don't know if that's legit or a rumor. Mm. But I'm all for it. Maybe it'll be a, a fan version of, like, a fan trailer that yeah. they'll create for the YouTube. That'd be lame. Maybe. That uh, would be lame. We uh, got this text saying, Violent Night is easily the best Christmas movie I've seen in years. <laughs> Violent Night? Oh, there's yeah. Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton. Bad Santa. And I think there's Bad disturbing. Santa too. Yeah. Bad yeah. Santa. Mm-hmm. Violent Night. Uh, Santa's Sleigh, which was, uh, was that Bill Goldberg, the wrestler who was at West Ed? Oh, Bill yeah, Santa's yeah. Sleigh. I've never seen that. Looks terrible. I'm shocked that that has not been on your list. You know, my favorite. Well, I had a bunch of old ones that I used to watch, and because they'd come on over the course of my life. But mm-hmm. I got, I'm almost, I've seen It's a Wonderful Life enough times, but mm-hmm. I love that movie. For me, it's Scrooged. I love Bill Murray. <gasps> I think Scrooged is hilarious. It is a good one. And every time I see it, and that's the same old jokes, and I understand, but I love it. When every time. Staple the... What did he, <laughs> Just what did staple those on the, on the little dog's head, or they're not the dog's head, the, the reindeer. Mice, yeah. The mice's head. You had to oh, use yeah. the staple gun. He's, it, that, it, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. He's, he's horrible and awesome. Yeah. Oh, so many good Christmas movies. And I like the ones that they're, they're trying to become a new staple, right? You need you an influx of, of, of shows. And it's just the ones that most of them don't stick. Elf stuck. But it, this is like the 20th anniversary, I think Sarah yeah. was saying. That's... Uh, I went, I went power. Elf because you know Will Ferrell. I love in some things and I hate in others, right? So it's a hit and miss thing with Will Ferrell for me. Loved him in Anchorman, mm-hmm. bunch of others against him. So I'm getting, I'm being forced to watch this movie. It's called Elf, and Will Ferrell's playing this grown up, like huge. Okay, this is stupid. But then I started watching it, and then I kept watching. Oh my god, I love that movie. It is awesome. There is a heart to that, a goofiness, a silliness, but just uh, a level of heart that's I don't know. It's, it's the perfect Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. You sit on a crown of lies. <laughs> so many great lines. I love smiling. Smiling is my favorite. Yeah. What's your favorite line, Sarah? Um, it's I think I like lines. you're an angry elf. Because Johnny uses that one on me sometimes. <laughs> oh, you're an angry elf. To Peter Dinklage uh, from Game yep. of Thrones and now the new Hunger Games movie. He's, it's very, very funny. Very funny. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and take a shot. A few of you jumping in on the text line, we'll share some more of those of some of your favorite Christmas movies as we're rolling along here this morning. Eight Now it's 823.